chip. Stay bearded, stay villain. It's baby, it's baby. And welcome. Look at that. It's Marsala on the camera. It's not me. Let's flip over to camera one here. Hello. There I am. <laughs> oh, it's a fun night. It's a fun night. Hello and welcome to the heart of a villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the bearded villains worldwide brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. Guys, this is going to be a fun night for a couple of reasons, really, because, well, it's episode 80, so we're trucking along. Uh, before long here, September, we're going to be at episode 100. Really good things planned for that. We've got a special announcement tonight. For those of you who are watching live, this will be really cool. For those of you who are watching later, not so much. Not going to be so much cool with this little thing we're going to do. And if you're listening in one of the regular audio podcast platforms, it's going to be a little even less interesting because you're just going to hear stuff. But that's going to make you want to get over to YouTube and check it out. So do that, do that, do that, do that. Tonight, episode 80, we have in studio, Mr. Daniel Marsala, the man, the myth, the legend, the owner of the Bat Cave out in California. Those of you who know, you know. And those of you who don't know, I'm sorry, you just don't know. Uh, but I'm, I'm really excited. So he is here in town uh, we're going to talk a little bit about why he's in town, but we're, he's here visiting in Indiana. He strolled on up the, the little coastal roadway here. We call it the coastal roadway because it goes up the side of our state. Uh, goes up to Chicago. He was visiting the brothers of BBC on his way back down toward Indianapolis. He's going to swing by here in the studio. He's live. He and his beautiful wife. We're going to be talking about some cool stuff. Now, where can we start this episode? Uh, first things first. I want to talk about a couple of chapter things that are going on. Uh, different chapters still are trying to raise a little bit of money for some different uh, events. And so let's real quick talk about those. I'm going to bring these up on the camera on the screen here. Just a quick reminder about this here. The Chapterless Brothers in Hungary are doing a autism awareness patch. They actually sent me this patch. I got it just a couple of days ago. Really, really cool. It's so simple and beautiful, um, and I'm so so lucky that I mean that I'm very honored that they sent this to me. They are going to be still trying to collect funds and selling these patches until May 25th. Uh, so keep your eyes out. Try to get over there and help these guys out. They're 15 euros a piece, and I wish I found a way to pronounce this guy's last or this guy's IG handle because our brother has a beautiful one, but I can't pronounce it. I'm terrible. Most of you know that with the accents. So it's at T-O-J-A-S-L-E-V-E-S-1 on IG. So hit up that brother and get one of these really cool patches. Awesome stuff that they're doing. Also, don't forget about the patches and merch for DSV5 coming up around the corner. DSV5. We've got a north and we've got a south MS patch here. One's gold, one's silver. They're $8 a piece. And on top of that, check this out. I've shown this before. I can't believe how many options there are. They've got like 30 different shirt options here, guys. Uh, who knows? You know, they've got short sleeves. They've got raglans. They've got all sorts of cool stuff. And the funny thing is they're all 20 bucks. So even, even us fat boy sizes, they're only 20 bucks. So, hey, got to love it. 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Grab a couple of these shirts. They have the really cool Back to the Juke Joint logo that they've created for DSV5. Uh, so, so cool. But... Uh, check those things out. Get over there. They are located at the uh, North Mississippi website, I believe. So that's that. Also, please do not forget, we are trying to raise money for our brother in Louisiana, uh, Anthony, who is we're trying to raise money for a service dog uh, for him. And they have a crawfish broil coming up on May 2nd, May 2nd. But they are also receiving funds for uh, the ability for people that cannot make it. If you want to PayPal, Venmo, uh, there is information there on the screen for that. So do not forget about that. So guys, this is episode 80, and um, we have a special guest here we're going to talk to in just a few minutes. And we're going to be, you know, chit-chatting about his life and all things that are BV. And uh, here, I'll, I'll let him say a little bit hi, 
and uh, showing over to his camera here for a second. Mr. Daniel, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you for having me here, man. Thank you. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, I, I can't wait to hear and let other people hear about because this is how many times is this your second or third trip down to back to Indiana? Uh, second. Okay. He's a California boy. And uh, long way from home. <laughs> long way from home. But uh, we are so proud, so honored that you're here. He came into town uh, for to well to see a bunch of people, but also to take part in the uh, MS walk down in Indianapolis this week. So very very cool stuff. And uh, in this seat right here that is vacant, um, <laughs> we will see his lovely bride, uh, Megan, is going to step in there in just a few minutes, uh, and we're going to talk to her about a very cool project that she is doing as well, uh, that is supporting not only her efforts. Uh, in schooling and her ha- her uh, her desire for photography and everything that that is, but also it's kind of a cool little nod to bearded villains that she's doing. So there's a teaser on that. All right, so that was, <laughs> all of the YouTube people just got to watch for that 30 second clip an empty chair. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> they they just sat and looked at an empty chair while I was talking off camera. That was fun. Well, hey. <laughs> be nice to me, guys. This is the first time we've had an in-studio guest, and I'm trying to work around it. Uh, we're try- trying to make this thing work. So, um, yeah. All right. So uh, let me do this. Uh, before we get into our guests, I want to do a world premiere. I don't have a world premiere sound. Do I have a world premiere sound? No, I don't. I don't have a world premiere sound. I need a more. I, need- I should get a world premiere sound effect. Something that's bump bump, you know. Hey, we got the Law and Order sound, but I don't want to be, I I don't want to take a hit on YouTube if I try to play that. So I won't do that. Um, We'll just do this. Yay! Everybody that's here live in the studio, they don't all have headphones on, so they didn't hear any of that, and they just see me reacting to weird sound effects. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've never had anybody down here while I'm doing this except for the random child of mine that comes down to check things out. So I'm talking to this camera randomly and everybody looking around going, what's he doing? This is Because they can't, all they hear is me talking to a TV, to a monitor. Um, pretty funny stuff. Pretty funny stuff. <laughs> okay, guys. So let's do this. I, okay, I'm getting waved down about something. Uh, I think you're in trouble. I'm in trouble? Yeah. Am I in trouble? I think you might have done something wrong. Uh, <laughs> that's nothing new. Nothing new. Uh, I'm frequently in trouble here at the house. That's why the studio's in the basement. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so, I, I can play this for you guys while I tell you the quick story. Um, as you know, as many of you know, one of my goals uh, for this year was to create... Uh, a a documentary film talking about the bearded villains and the question of what are the bearded villains? Who are they? And some of you have been around the my YouTube channel now for over a year. If you've been around, uh, you you may have noticed that I put out a video, uh, a very bad video, I think. Looking back on hindsight, I was pretty proud of it back then, but it's terrible. Uh, so don't go watch that. But there's a video out on the YouTube channel that's, that asks that question, who are the bearded villains? And it's just me sitting down at a table and with a little slideshow over my shoulder saying, this is the bearded villains. No, terrible. So I wanted to do it in a film format where I have interviews and the whole thing. And so the plan here is over the course of this next year to finalize this um, and get an actual documentary short film uh, created to answer those questions. Who are the bearded villains? What are they all about? And so in that effort, I have used an interview that I had from earlier this year with our brother Skip and created this teaser trailer to let some of you who have questions understand what this is about, Um, maybe stir up a little bit of anticipation and some excitement for when this comes out. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube right now, great. If you're listening in a podcast platform, get over to YouTube to watch this because this is the cool stuff. All right. So I'm going to now play for you the world premiere of my documentary film to be decided on a name later. So that. Okay. Let's get into a little chit-chat with our special guests here live in the studio, Mr. Daniel. 
Oh, look at that. It's a split screen. Look at that. I love it. Both of them on one camera shot. Very nice to see. All right. So, how's things? Going good. Going yeah. good, man. You are here um, here with us because what, what did you come into town for? I came here for the MS walk. I joined maybe about a month, two months maybe. And we weren't actually sure if we were going to make it. It was just signed up to help raise money. Yeah. And then here we are. <laughs> it all just worked out. It's, it's awesome. I mean, anytime you, you're able to come over to another chapter, especially the distance that you are, and just make it a vacation time, um, that's awesome to see. But I do want to touch real quick on a very cool honor that you were bestowed yesterday, um, first ever, first ever as far as uh, Bearded Villains of Indiana is concerned. Uh, tell everybody about what, what, what happened yesterday. So yesterday, I met with some of the boys, and... Uh, we have, you know, eating dinner, having a couple of drinks, and Joe and uh, Hawksby take off. They come back, and, of course, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and he uh, <laughs> comes back and gives a little speech and makes me the first honorary EVIN member. Very, very cool. Very, okay. very, very humbling. It's, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things that you never knew um, – I mean, you don't expect it, obviously. And when a chapter's never done something like that before, right. um, pretty pretty cool stuff. Um, you've you've been a part of Bearded Villains now since 2015. You said 2015, yeah, March 5th. 2015. Okay. So, what was life like for you before Bearded Villains, and then like how did you how did you end up finding Bearded Villains? They found me. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, they was weird. They just sent me a message telling me what they're trying to start. And then you know, we had a couple of conversations, and maybe like two weeks later, they sent me a prospect patch, <laughs> right, which is now the villain, of course. Right. But, yeah, no idea what it was. So I never posted it because I didn't know what this was. I needed to look more into this. And, you know, and yeah, now we're, what, six years in? Yeah, no kidding. And so, so for those who are not aware, um, what he's referring to is the days of the wild, wild west. Yes. <laughs> That's what all the people that were around BV back in 2015, 2014 have already always talked about. Is that what you guys call it now? <laughs> uh, I've, just, I've, I've been told that that's what everybody refers to it as, the Wild Wild West, um, because it was a time where everybody was trying to figure out what BV was, and nobody really knew other than, hey, let's take some pictures and post them on Instagram and um, kind of GQ style, you know. And I will say, uh, from what I have seen, all of you guys that were – some of the people that came in in the 2014, 2015, first half of 2015 timeframe, master photographers, it seemed like, or had somebody that really knew how to do some cool edits or something because the photos that came out of that time period that originated what BV has become, at least from a photo side, you always go back and there, there's still some of the best photos now, even six years later, that people had. <laughs> it wasn't always like that. Like, <laughs> I just think we've, we've gone through all the stages. So I, know, I think we've kind of mastered the photography. Okay. At the beginning, I don't think they were great. Well, I've, I've seen some. I've seen some that were really impressive, like a whole slew of them. And those, like I said, those are the ones that, as you said, you were approached. Uh, did, did they just see, like, stuff that you were posting? Is that kind of what happened? They just, or did you know somebody that, or I, did they just randomly hit you up out of the blue? Randomly. <laughs> just it, it, went, it had to be the beard. I'm be, sure they were just searching. So you were posting on Instagram. Yeah, I was on there. Okay. And then somebody just saw, were you doing some weird hashtag about like bearded man or? I might have. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> kind of creepy how somebody just found you out that way. Right. It's like some <laughs> random club and it's like, hey, you want to be part of the club? And I'm like, what, what, what is this? <laughs> or an offshoot of the Illuminati. <laughs> you never know. Oh, that's funny. That's right. funny. Hence why I held off posting a patch to some club that I wasn't sure about. Smart. Smart. Okay. I understand now. <laughs> I understand that. So here we are now, um, five uh, five years after the fact, six years later for BV, uh, in all intents and purposes. Um, and you've, because you're in the state where BV originated, there's several chapters. How many we got out there in California now, do you know? There is, so we got NorCal, San Cal, Ventura, LA, San Diego, and IE. So okay, yeah. So, but it's a big state. Um, 
but you're you're kind of in the hub of everything that is BV out there um, in more ways than one. We'll get we'll get into that in just a second. But, but what what's it been like for you being out there, uh, being kind of where everything started and originated, and seeing the growth that BV's become since you started out in 2015? It's so what it is now is never expected. Yeah. Like being, and then like once it started catching on and it was like, oh, we had access to everything that everyone else was seeing on, on Instagram and didn't believe was real or like, who are these people? <laughs> Fred and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But we had him right there and we, like first ones, you know, get the flag. So yeah. it was an experience back then. Like we, we seen, cause we had a bunch of meetings. Fred was always there and we did a bunch of meetings where he would tell us like, you know, you, you did like the photo shoot. That was your task. And then it went to charity and then it kind of died <laughs> with the test too. and just kind of stopped and just now it's insane. Like, Yeah. I, one of the things that I've, that I love that story and I, and I refer to it, I've, I've talked about this, um, you know, a few different times in, in different podcast episodes that we've had, but I love the, when you, when you look at like the BV story as a whole, um, from its inception, I love how it was originally thought to be one thing and because of the membership, because of the brothers that took part and started taking leadership roles, it took on this whole different charity vibe that was never even seen right. um, in the beginning. Yeah, that was task, task two. It was a task, and now it seems like like a lot of people, that's the goal, Like, and that's awesome. So when you say task, so originally there were Fred, VK, came down with some orders. Task, yeah, the first <laughs> some, task was you know the photo shoot. Once okay. you had the chapter, you had your five guys – or however many you wanted to have after, you know, more than after that, your first task was to get a photo shoot okay. dressed up nice. And that was with the flag. And he personally brought the flags to us. I think we did it in Huntington beach. Okay. Yeah. So you got the flag shoot done. And then task two was what? Task two was charity. Now, how so was that brought to you? How did, what did he say? Just do something it, with charity. <laughs> it was after, it was actually after the flag shoot, we went and we had drinks and some food and, he was up there giving a speech, talking to all of us, and he brought it up. He's like, okay, well, you know, task one is a photo shoot. He's like, you know, task two, I want you guys to give back, do some something, you know, some kind of charity work. I want you to get involved with something. And then he said it just steamrolled from there. What would you, do you remember what the charity, the first charity first, thing was that you did? What was the first, the one? first one? Take it back a ways. I believe the city walk. Was it? I think, yeah, it was definitely a walk. It was a chalk or kidney. Okay. All right. So it was just something simple to kind of ease into it. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. D- dip your foot lightly in the pool right, for it like, to see. <laughs> yeah. Was Now, was that weird? Now we're seeing it's a little bit less weird, but st- I mean, it's still, it's still weird for some, some guys when they start up a new chapter in different areas that have never heard of BV. But was that weird being, you know, in those first few steps for all of BV? getting out and being like, Hey, we want to do a charity thing. And by the way, we're not as scary as we look or was there, was there a little bit of a push off by people at the time or did they just have lots of questions about what you were all about? Yeah. Well, I guess there was people following cause it was funny. Cause before he even gave us the charity task, when we were taking our photo shoot, there was people that were coming. I think they were from like Hawaii or something. They were at the beach and they seen the shirts cause we all had the BV shirts and they knew about it. I don't know how. <laughs> I was just like, we're just taking pictures. That's it. But yeah, the charity, you get a lot of questions. Like, why are you doing this? Like, are you trying to cover something? Is there some kind of, you know, yeah. kind of facade here? Is, are you doing community service? Right. Like, <laughs> like, what is this? I've actually been asked that before, but uh, when we were at a restaurant. Right. Like, you look that way. You're, yeah. You know, some of you are intimidating. What is this for? Like, you're trying to cover up other stuff you're doing. Or, right. Yeah. Just yeah. trying to put on a persona that's yeah. that's not real, right? Yeah. So then you've now you've done uh, five years of BV events and a variety of different things. What what was the if you were to look back on any specific you know like if somebody were to ask you what was your favorite what was the coolest thing that you witnessed as a bearded villain? Um, can you can you think back to any one or two things that just kind of stick out because you've been around a bit? Been around a bit. It was probably, I'd say, the second world meet, which was in Vegas, because you've gotten to meet other people outside your local area. 
that you talk to every day. So like, you talk to people on, on Instagram, you know, you carry on conversations, but now to finally meet that person, shake their hand, have a drink with them. That was real yeah. awesome experience there. It, it brings it to reality. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. The, um, my first world meet was Puerto Rico. And was that your first world meet then for the Las Vegas or did, did you? Yeah, it was the, okay, the second way. Vegas one because the first two were in Vegas. Okay. All right. So the first time you did that, was that, was that like your aha moment as far as personally goes that, wow, this is an amazing thing that I'm a part of to see that? Or did you, had you already kind of decided that? It was somewhat decided because the people that I've met locally, like a lot of them are great friends to me still like even guys who aren't in the club anymore great friends still so i mean that was kind of like the okay this could be something and then going there and then meeting people that you never seen from across the country or wherever and they act like they've known you forever yeah i love that part of it i love that part um the first time and and bv is full of huge personalities in some ways shape or form. Oh, yeah. and then we have our and then we have the guys that kind of lay back um it's always funny when those big people come in and it's almost like somebody throws the saloon doors like a open. Rock star just walked in the building, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's funny is it's always it's it's rarely that way for the people that know that person, but the people that the people that only know that person from everything that is Instagram, right? They like there's there's like hush, there's whispers. Oh my gosh, he's here! Look out! Can, I can't believe that he's here. Is that him over there? Yeah. Is that really him? That looks just like him. He's always wearing the you know. I'm gonna go take and, a picture with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, guilty. <laughs> There's this very specific person that I'm talking that we're probably referring to, thinking of. Uh, that yeah, he looks the same way every place. Um, heart of gold. But we have a bunch of those uh, really cool personalities, and uh, that's to me that's one of my favorite parts about it is the um, just to meet the people from all different walks of life. And for me, that's one of the things that when I do this documentary thing that I'm really excited about because. In the years that I've been a part of it already, I've met people that I, there was absolutely no way that I would know them otherwise. Right. And from all the different walks of life that, you know, people come from, I would never know half the people that I know in BV otherwise. I would never be out here in Indy for an MS walk. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, who wants to go to Indiana? Ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. Yeah, that's the way people out in California think of us sometimes. Come on. There's more than corn in Indiana, <laughs> but awesome. Awesome. Well, one of the last things I, I would like to specifically ask you about was, um, since you have been a part of uh, BV, as I said, first for so long, when you, when you see new guys come in, um, and it seems like it comes in droves, it's like there's one or two guys and then you'll see 10 come in, uh, into a fold with a new chapter or they hit you up on Instagram all of a sudden. And you're like, Damn, this guy's had, this guy's like five followers. He just must have started yesterday or something. Um, and it's funny because you hear these are like the 15, 20 guys you need to make sure, you know, in other states you need to get first, you know, to like and follow them. But for these new guys that are coming in um, and seeing things, what 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 would you say to some of them about how to really cherish and really uh, take everything out of what they can with this BV journey? See, don't come in with expectations or like wanting something come in and just enjoy your experience, man. Talk to people, reach out, talk to them, you know? I mean, that's how it pretty much started. Like we we're just DMing random people like, Oh, I see you got this patch, you know, and then you just start talking from there. And I mean, you build all kinds of amazing, yeah. you know? Yeah. I love that's, that's great advice that's, because I hate to say it, but there, there's a contingent of people out there that, um, even though they know that there's the patches out there and it's, it's all about, I want to get right. that patch tomorrow. And then two weeks from then I want to get that other patch and I want to do, it's, and they miss, they miss everything. Yeah. Isn't this, you're not focused on the right thing. Yeah. And if you're coming in for patches, you're not going to be here long anyways. What happens when you get everything? Yeah, <laughs> <You're gone>. exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get everything inside of a year and a half and then what, or two yeah. years now yeah, and, then and, just, and then see ya. No, no. Enjoy the experience. Yeah. I would much rather not get any and be able to enjoy everything that we have. Right. Uh, to see the brothers that this, are out there. Like, this is what matters. Yeah. Sitting here with you right now. Sitting this here. This is what matters. In the studio, hanging out matters. in Indiana, northern Indiana. You don't get a patch for this. The end of so April. You know. <laughs> well, I could probably find one. No. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, I, Can we get the honey, honey, I need to make a new patch. Um, 
It'll only cost a couple hundred dollars because I'm not going to be selling them. They're going to be gift patches. So um, I'm telling my wife this from across the room right now, and she's just smiling at me, shaking her head. <laughs> and sadly, she probably knows I'm going to do it anyway and ask for forgiveness later. But she says, true, true story, true story. Yep, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Daniel, I'm going to pivot for just a second over to your better half next to you. Um, Megan. Um, you are the photographer extraordinaire that comes into play <laughs> when we have um, when, anybody that visits what we refer to as the Bat Cave. Yes. That's when that's when a lot of people have their first contact with you. Pretty um, much, yeah. And we're going to go back to Daniel in just a second <laughs> talking about that. Um, but can you? You're doing something really cool, and I'm going to share this with everybody that's watching um, because I think it's a really cool idea. So, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you're going to see there's a uh, website that's up, and I will put a link uh, in this, or you can just hit up Daniel um, or Megan to find out more about it. But she's going to tell us a little bit about this project she's doing, and right now it looks to be all specifically bearded villains related. Um, yes. But yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um... She doesn't want to do anybody else. <laughs> it wouldn't make sense otherwise. <laughs> but uh, she's doing a very cool film project, and I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about this because I think it's super-duper cool for us to learn a little bit about this. So, Megan, tell us what you're doing. So I'm, um, I'm currently working on my MFA in photography, and uh, the goal is to do an thesis project that you have to submit um, to receive the degree. So I was thinking about all these different projects that I can start with. And then one day I was talking to Daniel and I was like, what if I document the guys? Like all these guys come to the house, we go to all these events, we do all this stuff, why don't I just document them? So it started off just documenting, you know, everybody coming over, things like that. And then going on with school and getting into the project, I have to put more, you know, into like, what exactly you're doing and why are you doing this and what kind of project is this? So um, my end goal is to create a photo book for my thesis project. Uh, my title currently right now is called Bearded America. Uh, so focusing on bearded men within America. Um, a new generation of social clubs because my goal is my, so the project was starting off to look at social clubs, bearded social clubs. So it wouldn't just be bearded villains, maybe, you know, some other clubs, but, um, when I got approval for my project, COVID hit. Oh. So I was only limited to the beard of villains that would come over or <laughs> that we already, I already had images of. So I just turned it into a project about beard of villains. So that's where I'm awesome. at now. Um, the project's gonna be uh, divided into different sections, um, basing it off of what I call the fundamentals of the club. Okay. So brotherhood, loyalty, family, charity, and I'm going to do a chapter on members. Awesome. So I'm doing portraits of certain members that I have portraits of, and the captions will be their bios. Oh, wow. So I currently have um, Marcus from Texas. Well, what chapter is he in? He was in Dallas. He was in Dallas, and now he's... For a while. Now he's in nowhere, I don't believe. Okay, so okay. I, have, I have him starting off with a picture um, with the flag, the BV flag, and his bio, who he was, why he joined BV, what year he joined BV. So it's like a mini interview. Very but cool. he's right. I give him the questions and he writes it and sends it to me. And then I um, have some other guys, um, Daniel, of course, <laughs> in a lot of my pictures. <laughs> um, but it's just so I start off. So I'm my the way I have it um, set up right now is to start off with that, you know, highlight some members, um, go into some images of family. So with, you know, the children, with the wives, the girlfriends, you know, the support system that BB comes with. Yeah. And charity events, you know, getting some of those now that some of them are currently going on. Um, and then the overall loyalty, you know, focusing on the tattoos. So all the men that have received tattoos, you know, Very document cool. that. And then um, brotherhood, focusing on, like, groups of the men, like, interacting with each other, that whole brotherhood vibe and aspect of it. Um, so that's where I'm at with the project now. It's all going to be in black and white um, because for me, I feel like that's the best way to highlight these men 
and kind of you're focusing more on what's going on in the image and not necessarily like their individual personality. Okay. It's everything. So black and white tends to kind of help with that. Um, if I were to do in color, you kind of would focus on other things. So the black and white is the way I'm going about it. Yeah. It's a, so it's a photo documentary project. So cool. So cool. The images um, that I'm going to, and like I said, I'm going to share this. Uh, I'm going to share the, uh, the, the website that she's got set up for it. Is this going to be a active website? Like yeah. as you go through the project, so it's going to be continuous. That is my website. Um, it's in the process right now. Cause I'm currently taking a business class. So I had to change it up to be like a maternity, you know, newborn photographer. Cause that uh -huh. was like something I did for my class. Um, but I do have a section on that that's just for projects, and um, this project is one of the projects that I okay. started. Okay. Yeah. So doing. everybody that's watching, I'm gonna have this on there. Uh, I'm gonna have a link on here for you that you can go check this thing out because it's so cool. And what she says is spot on. Uh, black and white photography. There's nothing like it. And my my goal is also with my documentary, the still photos that I'm gonna be shooting or that I'm gonna be using are gonna be black and white. Uh, with the exception of maybe a couple that have some sort of a highlighted color or something else uh, just to make it pop. But the the if you know anything about photography, there's just a look. There's there's a way that, and you'd probably agree, that there's, a, there's something to black and white photos that just, they transport you, mm -hmm. and they're timeless. Yes. And it doesn't matter aesthetic. when it was taken. Yeah. It's just the whole way that black and white kind of captures that moment. And that's my goal is to capture that moment and document what's going on in that moment because these are things that are going to be on forever. And I come from a, a research background because I have a master's in uh, Mex Mexican-American studies. Okay. And so I did a research project on social media. So my whole thing was to kind of tie in the social media aspect um, and then go on with this project with how social media brought these men together because they all had one common goal you know interest was that beard and <laughs> we're all tired of shaving yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so like that led to this and then so it goes into all these different things and also highlighting some of the men that are photographers like uh, there's a lot of them that have developed this like sense of photography just for being part of yeah the group. yeah there's a there's a handful of them out there that they're crazy crazy good mm -hmm. and it's just a hobby for them yeah um and yeah it's and you know you can tell immediately when Oh my God, this guy's, did you hire something out for this or did you, oh no, I didn't. I always ask him, I'm like, who took his photos? <laughs> yeah. Really well, don't sell yourself short because, <laughs> and everybody that's watching this, you're going to see her on website, uh, some amazing photos uh, with incredible depth. Uh, she, you've got a really good eye and um, uh, very cool to see. So um, we mentioned a little bit about this, the, the, the hobbyist photography part that you do at the home. Yes. Uh, to you, you are, you are, I always say my wife is a saint of a woman for putting up with me, but you have to be an incredible saint of a woman to put up with everything that comes to your house. Um, cause it's not always good. <laughs> no, but there's, there's so many amazing men that I have met and are just awesome. Like I can have conversations with them, sit there and talk to them for hours and just like, like they're, you know, just because of him being part of this club, I've met so many great people. And then when they come over to the house, it's it's like having family there. Yeah. So it's, it's really great. It's awesome. It's awesome. So what we're referring to, for those of you who don't know, uh, is affectionately known as the Bat Cave uh, out in Los Angeles. Um, is it technically Los Angeles? I think I would refer to it as Los Angeles. Or Los Angeles County. Los Angeles County. Okay. So, um, but he is the owner of the Bat Cave. And... He refers to it affectionately as it's just a garage. It's just but a garage. It's That's just it. a detached garage with. We, we all have one. <laughs> no, my garage doesn't look a thing like that. <laughs> Mine's attached to the house, and you but would you not want to. So. You would not want to sit foot in it, uh, <laughs> other than to walk out to the cars. It's uh, it's a pit right now. But so how? What did I mean? I'm curious. How did this? Uh, because there's a there's a there's a, a urban legend to it. I mean, there's a you know, it just has a name and everybody refers to, if you go out to California, you got to go to the Batcave, got to go to the Batcave. Um, but so it's, it's, it's become its own urban legend. I mean, in, in a way, what, how did that thing come about? 
did you just start putting stuff on the walls uh, that you had collected over the time, or, or how, how did? Yeah, I, I had my garage decorated, obviously not with hundreds of pictures of bearded men, right? <laughs> just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> well, you know, you had your sports flags, you had, you know, everything just hanging up. Go Colts. That's right. <laughs> but the whole picture taking came as a joke. You know, everyone referred to us, you guys look like a bunch of bikers. And, you know, and when, you know, you see all in the shows where they all have their mug shots posted on, yeah. on the wall. So as... A joke. That's how it all started. Okay. We started taking these pictures, and we had a sign that said "Batcave" in the year established, you know, 2015. And people would take that. Anyone who would come into town, or anyone in town, you know, all the local guys. And we just started hanging them on the wall as a joke, and it caught fire. And now there's 130, 140. <laughs> yeah. There's. Yeah, and what's funny is, um, for for everybody that's not so. What he's saying is people come visit, hang out at the Batcave. Um, yes, it's a garage, but it's a decorated garage full of BV stuff. And to your credit, it's it's got some really cool old, some one-of-a-kind you know, yeah. and rare BV stuff. Uh, so it's it's almost like it's its own BV historical museum mm-hmm. um, in a way. That's That was the first thought I had when I was walking around in there. I was like, okay, Colts, 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 Colts. <laughs> okay, obviously a Colts fan. I love that. But then I look around and I'm just like, where did this come from? And I mean, anybody that has collected a lot of BV merchandise would know that, you know, we have a habit of, we do collect patches, we collect, you know, pins and things like that, the, the, the random stuff that we see. But without, without sounding too trivial about it, it, he's got this, I it was a desk that you've got that's in there. And right. he's got drawers oh. that just have awesome bv stuff hidden away because he has no room on the walls to put it and it's just you you pull up on a drawer and he's like yeah they're, they're, that patch right there there was like two of those made ever like back in 2014 um and yeah i have one of them no big deal and it's like it's some random patch stuck in this drawer at the back of a drawer and i mean you patch lovers the people that love patches would freak out to see that but um it's history. It is. It's become the historical destination, a museum of BV. I think Fred's called it that once before, huh? Yeah. And it's funny because it, it got its name from, I think it was a, a board meeting. And Mayhem asked, oh, so what's going on at the Batcave today? Referring to the house. And I had, you know, th- that was before I even heard of it. And then I got wind of it that he was calling it that. And then that name just stuck. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, yes, I have been there, um, and I can say that I've slept there. <laughs> he enjoyed his time. Um, I, he made I, the most of it. Like I, 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 Well, okay. funny thing is I slept, I slept at the Batcave um, not due to inebriation, um, <laughs> just sheer fat boy being tired, um, <laughs> and, just, uh, and, and probably the first person to ever sleep upright. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you have had others, but... Well, well, yeah. without alcohol. Yeah, 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 yeah. without alcohol. Yeah. Without I was gonna say because we've had a guy. Marcus always. We've we've had a guy fall asleep standing up. <laughs> oh, that's but right. That I was about that, that was from alcohol. So. <laughs> that was at the old house. Yeah, and this is actually yeah the second back the second back cave. <laughs> oh wow! We used to have a townhome. That's where it all started. We had a townhome. You had a back cave in the townhome. In the mm-hmm. townhome. Oh geez. Which is our you know three story townhome yeah. and bottom level was the garage and that was the back cave. And the original pictures were taken at the bottom of our stairs that led up to our home. Yeah, so oh if we go gosh. through the garage, all the ones with the white or like the off-white background are from the horrible. original spot. Yeah. They're horrible images. And now you've got this designated spot in the garage, the the side of the Batcave, that's yeah. a full-on studio to take these nice pictures with. Backdrops, uh, lights. Backdrops <laughs> and lights and everything uh, using your photography background. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a treat. That was really cool. That was one of those things you got to go take your picture at the Batcave. Um, and I will say I was a little dismayed because it seemed like it took an awful long time for me to get my picture. Uh, There's a lot of editing and you need to edit a lot for me. Yeah, no, no, it's (laughs) no, what was funny was, what was funny was, is that you're, I would, I took them with, of, of course, the 10 or so guys that were there that night and as I looked around, I started seeing guys post them on their IG and okay, he was after me and he was after me. And, and I was like, Hey, 
where's my picture? Oh, dude, I thought, I thought we already sent that to you. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's okay. No big There's, when it's a, such a big group, sometimes I tend to like forget. I'm not blaming order. you. I'm blaming him. <laughs> Well, if he's gonna be the host, if he's I gonna be the host, no, it's it's on me. And then I invite yeah. you guys over. It's on the me. rest is on her. Yeah. And and, and lets fault. us drink your beer. And he has a fully stocked. If you want to, oh, I won't put his address on here. But um, you need <laughs> no. to you need to find a way to the Bat Cave. <laughs> I don't and, want people and go go thirsty because, um, as I understand it, uh, <laughs> the fridge is never empty. Um, I don't know how that happens, but I guess when you host so many people on a regular basis, you have to keep it stocked. Yeah. So do you have like a Patreon or something like that where people can donate to donate to it to the Batcave <laughs> alcohol you're welcome, fund? You're welcome to bring beer. Okay. All right. <laughs> There's a lot of guys. Well, then I feel bad that not for not bringing beer. I brought myself last time. I, I was ready for that. I knew, I knew a lot of people were coming over, but okay. then sometimes I get people that like, "Hey, I'm in California. What are you doing?" Well, yeah. Could have gave me a little warning, like now, not the day of. Like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You knew that this this is World Meat Weekend, so there's going to be people. Um, one of my favorite memories, and it's just a funny, stupid memory that I have from being there, was this epiphany that I had. We're sitting out, uh, sitting outside. For those of you who live in the Midwest, this will completely be really weird to you. We are sitting out one o'clock in the morning, maybe maybe one thirty, um, if not even a little bit later. There is not a bug in the air. I didn't even hear crickets. I didn't hear anything. But it's middle of summer, probably, what, 85, 90, somewhere between 85, 90 degrees out. And we're, we're outside, and I don't have bug spray on. I'm not swatting at anything. It's the craziest thing for somebody that lives here my entire life. Right. I would not be outside, you know, anywhere here in the Midwest at 1 o'clock in the morning middle of summer, 85 degrees, and not swatting at something within the first 30 seconds. <laughs> and I, I, and I, sat, I remember sitting there thinking, what's weird? And it took me a little bit because it was just that weird feeling. I was just like, I f- and I start looking around on the ground. I don't see bugs. I don't see nothing fly. And, and usually you see like the light that's on, right? Right. The light, you see all yeah, the little gnat thing. Line, yeah. No, I don't even remember that. I, nothing biting me, nothing. I mean, it was... Yeah, it's not very often. We don't have that out here. <laughs> we got big, we got big, big other things, but we don't have that. So, I, but I know it's a stupid memory, but it's just one of those things that sticks with me. Right, uh, aside from being impressed to. with all the stuff that's that was in the Bat Cave, but very, very cool. Well, man, um, I know you have uh, you you have been a very busy, busy boy, um, and you're probably going to be getting tired here soon. Um, it's uh, Friday night, and you have. Flown from L.A. yesterday? Yesterday. Okay. And then we're in Indy yesterday, Indy yesterday f- drove up to Chicago today, and you're going back down to Chicago or to Indy tonight? Back down to Indy tonight, yeah. Yeah. And then when do you head home? Sunday evening. Okay. <sighs> busy, busy, busy. He's going he's to see lots of people. So um, <laughs> anybody that's listening to this in a podcast platform on Saturday or Friday night, and you're in the Midwest, get over to Indiana. Come here. Come over and see Marcel. If you have not seen him, if you've never shook his hand, slapped him on the side of the head, uh, whatever it takes, um, you need to come to Indianapolis tomorrow um, at Garfield Park. We're going to have some fun um, doing our own virtual version of an MS walk um, because the actual MS walk was postponed per se, uh, but everybody's doing their own version of it. So um, Joe and Hawksby, the captain and co-captain at Bearded Villains, Indiana, decided we're going to do it again virtually. And make a make a fun day of it. So, um, if you're in Indiana and you want to come over, uh, I'm probably not changing any minds right now. People are listening to this later on, like next Wednesday. But like, oh, I wish I would have known. Sorry, <laughs> I Sorry. tried to sway all the Chicago guys today. It's like, you got to yeah. come out. Yeah, all the ones that couldn't make it today. And there's a lot of them. They can come out. Yeah, enjoy the day. Yeah. I don't know. It's I, not I th- that far of a drive. I, I think they're using. I think they're just using the fact that Chicago is all all locked down. And just use that as an excuse. You can get out of there. No big deal. Yeah, we got out. Yeah, you can get out. If you get out of California, you know, and now we just need the, we need the guys in Canada to stop saying the same thing. Of course, they're really locked down up there. So <laughs> the guys that are here, uh, anything I can do, I will. So I'm looking at comments now. Uh, Mr. Puzzle Man, Hector talking it up. I love, I love that dude. Yeah, I have some good conversations with Hector. Hector is awesome. 
Haven't met him yet. I can't wait. I'm hoping Miami, maybe. Okay. Yeah, so you're going to be – is your next one going to be Miami, next event, or are you going to be at any of the other regional events? As far as a big event, yeah, it'll be Miami. Miami. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about that in just a second when I do the promo for the calendar of events that we've got coming up. Well, Megan – Daniel, thank you guys so much for hanging out. Um, any last words, anything you want to say to everybody in the YouTube land, in the in the atmosphere of all YouTube and everything? Tell your friends. Subscribe. It's a great show. <laughs> I got a little thing for that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's see if we get it. There it is. Subscribe. It's right over it's right over Daniel's head. See, it even says subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> yeah, do that one more time. I'll just <laughs> see. There we go. There, there we go. go. So you know you can use that. Yeah, I'll clip that out. That's awesome. Subscribe. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, and um, come out anytime. Um, I'm going to take pictures of you before you guys leave so I can start the tradition here that you started and taking pictures. And I've got a little wall up here that I can at least fit maybe 30 or 40 pictures on. That's awesome. I didn't tell the wife that yet, though, so <laughs> she didn't know that I was going to redecorate the studio again. Sorry. Um, but... <laughs> Again, ask for forgiveness, not permission. Um, all right, guys. Thanks so much again. And uh, let's uh, get into this little ditty from a little beard company. If I can find it on my board here. Everybody paying attention live. I apologize. It's not loaded correctly. And there it is. If you are looking for an all-natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard okay. soft and smell okay. amazing, check out Pulpo Beard Oils. Veteran-owned and made for today's Pulpo. beards, Pulpo Beard Products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, Pulpo is the place to go. Feel fresh, feel savage, Feel confident with Pulpo Beard Oils. Go to Pulpo Beard Oils, that's P-U-L-P-O, beardoils.com, and use the code the heart of a villain for a discount on your order. All right, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Hector, I do apologize. Uh, I thought saying kind words would not make me sleep with the fishes, um, but apparently that's how you feel about me now. <laughs> I'm sorry. So sorry, so sorry. All right, guys. So let's uh, we're gonna slide into our calendar of events. We do have a handful of different things coming up. No matter where you are in the world, you have no excuse for not being where you need to be to go to one of these events, uh, for sure. All right. So calendar of events. May fourteenth through the sixteenth is the Mexican meet in Durango, Mexico. Don't have any other details on that right now, but it's in Durango, Mexico. It's the Mexican meet, May 14th through the 16th. May 21st and 22nd is DSV5. DSV5 brought to you by our brothers in South Mississippi. It's in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. As I said, we've got those uh, all sorts of crazy merch out there ready to go. So check it out. Get some merch. Get it now. May 21st, 22nd for DSV5. June 11th and 12th is the West Coast Meet in Denver, Colorado. I found out that the West Coast Meet is in Denver because they couldn't hold it any further out west because of lockdown. So they stepped up, the boys in Colorado stepped up and said, let us host it. So they're hosting the West Coast Meet. Again, that is June 11th and 12th. Also that same weekend, June 11th and 12th, is Knox Villains. Knox Villains, a lot of money was raised by those brothers in uh, Smoky Mountain last year. Knox Villains is the weekend of June 11th and 12th if you're somewhere near the Midwest. If you couldn't tell, that's in Knoxville, Tennessee. Rolling over to New York Upstate, July 16th and 8th through the 18th. July 16th through the 18th, Bearded Villains New York Upstate has their one year and counting. It's in Lyons, New York. There's a meet and greet on the 16th with a barbecue. There's a softball game there too. They're having a pig roast on the 17th and then a farewell brunch on the 18th. September 2nd through the 6th is Villain Cruise 5. Now, one of these days I'll find out for sure if this thing is on because I've not heard confirmation either way, but it was on, this, on the calendar for the last several months. It's uh, hosted by the Bearded Villains in Finland and Sweden. It's in Barcelona, Spain. That's where I think they're taking off from if they're doing it. 
September 2nd through the 6th. September 24th to the 26th. I'm going out of order here because my label was wrong. September 24th to the 26th, East Coast Meet is hosted by the Bearded Villains in West Virginia. It's in Parkersburg, West Virginia. September 24th to the 26th. That has been an awesome event as well in past years. Going back the uh, 10 or 12 days before that, September 10th to 12th, the Four Corners Meet. That's incidentally the weekend of the 100th broadcast of this show. Uh, Four Corners Meet, hosted by our brothers in Phoenix, New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah in Cortez, Colorado. Now remember, this event is for brothers only, no significant others, no family members, no kids, maybe pets, but nothing else. Uh, Just for brothers, it's a camping event in Cortez, Colorado, September 10th through the 12th. Then August 11th, I'm sorry, August 13th through the 15th. August 13th through the 15th is the Miami National International Meet. I think it's become international now. Uh, In place of the world meet, August 13th through the 15th. The bros in Miami are going to have that place on fire. They have done an amazing job trying to cater to getting this event uh, in place. So thank you again to you guys down in Miami. 305, always on it. Uh, August 13th through the 15th. Then August 14th, the week of August 14th through the 18th, uh, I do have on my calendar that there's going to be a Florida summit. Uh, I don't have any details on that yet. One of you guys in Florida maybe tell me if this is really true or if I'm just spreading bad news. If, I, if I'm telling people there's going to be a Florida summit and there's not, somebody tell me. I don't want people coming back at me later and yelling at me. They probably will anyway, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to give them more of an excuse than they already need. So, all right, guys, we've had a fun night. We've had a fun night. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna roll on, um, and kick off the end of episode eighty. Episode eighty, guys, it's gonna do it. It's gonna wrap up episode eighty. Remember, you can still buy shirts, patches, pins, all the good stuff at theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Guys, as I always say, I want to challenge you to be the villain that the world needs you to be. Because as Jay says, the heart of a villain never stops beating. Finally, guys, as I always tell you, as I always tell you, and the most important thing I could say all night, remember, it's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. So for now, have a great weekend. Enjoy the week ahead. Take care. Stay safe. Stay villain.